I'll share you my story after you share your story. What's going on with you? No, so I ordered, um, I'm staging a couple of parade homes and one of them, the buyer um, is buying, wanted to keep all of the furniture from the parade home. So, so you're basically, he wants all new furniture. So he basically bought all new furniture for the house and I got to pick it out. And so this happened like back in January. And so I was like, okay, the parade is happening in April, mm-hmm. three months. So I started ordering stuff and knowing that it would probably take a little while, even the stuff that said shipping in four weeks or ship by March, beginning of March, I knew, okay, give it like an extra four weeks, four to six weeks. That stuff that was supposed to come beginning of March is still pushed out to like May now. And I, at first it was like, yes, everything's on time, on time, on time. And just in the last maybe two, this week, I started getting emails saying, okay, sorry, this is now backordered. Sorry, this is now going to be delayed. Sorry. And now I'm like, well, I don't have time to order any new furniture because I have like two weeks left till the parade. Like, what am I supposed to do? So I've been calling frantically this week, seeing if there's certain stuff I can get delivered in time, if I need to cancel stuff or reorder like new stuff but i just I, there's nothing unless i go to target <laughs> mm. and order stuff maybe wayfair but like oh does um how does the client feel about it does he know no they don't know no the nice thing is it will eventually come so he'll get it eventually but in in time for the parade right I don't have that stuff. I would still give the buyer a heads up and be like, hey, by the way, you'll well, see stuff that you never ordered. Well, never I, well, he won't even be here. Like, that's the thing. I will text him and ask him when his move-in date is because hopefully, because the parade lasts for about four weeks, mm-hmm. three or four weeks. So I'm hoping by the time that he moves in, that stuff will come. <sighs> hmm. But if not, I don't really know what to do. <laughs> so that's been my uh, mental um, just overload i guess today where it's becoming really real for me because i have um i believe it's two weeks from today yeah two weeks from today (sighs) is when i'm supposed to be staging this house and and you can't use our furniture because you've sold off our furniture (laughs) can't use our furniture um Uh, i mean we could always start breaking into people's houses and just taking their furniture (laughs) i mean i have to come up with something and it's not really stealing because it's coming right back so true you know, coming right back. I'll just leave a note that says, I'll give this back to you. Borrowing in, it. In, um, yeah. End of April. Sincerely, Mint and Pine. Design. No, I'm not going to say my name. <laughs> you're not? They're going to well, come get me. So you're going to anonymously take it and then anonymously drop it off? Yeah, otherwise That's they'll a, come find me. Interesting. Or should I say, I'll give you a shout out on Instagram. Call <laughs> <laughs> it even. Are you, do you have, so how optimistic are you about finding furniture? Right now, 0%, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do something, so I don't know. I'm going to let myself wallow in my misery today and then pick myself up by the bootstraps tomorrow and figure something out. Well, I mean, that's, I mean I'm, I'm all for having a plan in terms of when you're going to start attacking. But I have to. <sighs> Luckily, like, there, is, there are a few things that are coming in time, mm-hmm. like beds, um, but... There's even a sofa that like might not make it, which is a big item. How many things are not um, being delivered? Let on me time? see. Two nightstands, mm-hmm. a sofa is a maybe. I scheduled a delivery for um, a, the desk and then a media console, but she told me today. So she ske- so she said, okay, let's schedule delivery April eighth, but that's when it leaves their warehouse. And she said it could take one to 21 days to get to the transfer. Like one to 21. What the? It sounds like a lot of breaks. Oh my goodness. And you know how many times I was transferred today to like like different departments? Like it, seven times between the, the three phone calls that I made. It was, um, oh my goodness. Also, there are some really rude customer service people out there. I was trying to be nice and not like, there was a few moments where I like, sighed very deeply <laughs> and that's about the extent of my frustration okay i think there was at one point i said 21 days are you kidding me 
and that was about the extent Ex- of my uh-huh. like Rude, I wasn't rudeness. rude, yeah. Or impoliteness, if you yeah, will. Yeah, because I was frustrated, but then... Rightfully so, sure. But I, I, then I was like, okay, that's fine. Not Obviously not her fault, but they... they. You want to drop her name, put her on blast? <laughs> I don't remember her name. <laughs> but like, I'm just inquiring about my delivery and you can't find it. And then you can't like give me any estimates or like time. When I got an email just like you know, three weeks ago saying, oh, this item is on time. And all of a sudden it's not like, where is it? You know? And they see, they, the minute they answer the phone, it's like, you are wasting their time. Hello. And I'm like, hello. Yeah. Yes. What? And, and, and then they make you like, she, they make you sound like, seem like you're like such Irrational. an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like I'm like, I don't have my order number. Like I'm on the phone. I'm driving. I'm on the phone. I guess I'll look it up by your phone number. I'm like, oh, that's so much easier. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't it easier for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's rough. I'll be fine. Yeah, I, I just felt like I needed, I probably need to vent for a second. But and that's fine. The listeners are here to hear yeah. you vent. I think, okay, I'm sorry you're going Thank through this. Thank you guys. I'm sorry you're going through this. I know this is, uh, I think frustrating is the least well, way Well, it's to frustrating when it. your like, work depends on it. Uh, I think that's yeah. what's frustrating. And Otherwise, it's an event thing too. If it was for our own house, yeah. that's fine. Like we can wait, <clears throat> we can eat on the floor. We can, you know, it's, it's fine. But when I have to deliver for a client and I'm getting paid for it, like this is a huge deal for me. It's, um, I think the, it's what I'm going to assume is the most frustrating part is, or the most stressful part that if it was just a client who was like, Hey, can you style my house and order new furniture? Then you could be like, Hey, listen, listen. Stefan's on back Which order. That happened too. But, and they were fine and they were very gracious, but this but is But because this is an event. Yeah. It and it's a, a time four crunch. week long event. So it's a parade of homes. There's a showing, um, there's, you, and there's a reason I went through up. like these nicer, Right. stores and companies is because I wanted nicer furniture because it's a, you know, parade homes is a big deal, but looks like I'll be getting my target furniture target after furniture. all. <laughs> Listen, oh, um, right. one thing is for sure. And I think, I think you've experienced this a lot and I've experienced this a lot. Um, and it's, I'm slowly trying to like add it to my rules of life is at the end of the day not today but when all of this is is done and the parade home star is over with and stuff like that you'll look back like you have before at the most stressful event in your life of deadlines and or even times that you felt so insecure about a a job that you did like oh they hated it and stuff like that and just like that you'll be surprised how well it turned out and the fact that it all does pass, like everything works itself out somehow mm-hmm. in the end. I think the only way it doesn't is if, um, if you just kind of roll over and die, like kind of give up and be like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm done. I'm just gonna sit. Well, it doesn't show up. Well, what do you want me to do builder? Like, well, what do you want me to do client? But you're, you're doing your, you're brainstorming. I, I think when the brain is put on pressure, um, or on blast or a gunpoint, there's an importance of knowing that everything will work itself out, but there's even more importance of like looking at this with a fresh perspective the next day. Like how many times you've worked on something trying to solve a problem. Or I think so, is that mm-hmm. so exactly what it is? It's problem solving. It's it, taking on a challenge that comes your way and figuring it out mm-hmm. versus, yeah, just going, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. What do you want me to do? This house. Yeah. yeah. What do you want me to do? Well, what do you want me to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you I'm not going to go to the builder and be like, sorry, sorry, nothing I could do. Yeah. It's shipping 21 days of driving. Yeah. This dude's yeah. driving for 21 days. <laughs> not, yeah. Um, so everything will work itself out. You will find a solution. Doors are closing, but I, doors will always open. Like that's just, I think part of life, as long as you choose not to roll over and die, if you're actively pursuing, actively solving, actively are consumed by it and are actively uh, sometimes breaking it down uh, intentionally of like, what can I control right now? What are my other solutions? Are mm-hmm. there people like, you know, so I think, I think you'll get into that mode tomorrow. Um, yeah. But, 
it's it's important to be you know and I, like as i'm on the phone i'm also working so it's like mm-hmm. I, ha- i have a deadline today mm-hmm. and then i'm also like on hold with people and so like i'll put my phone down and like hang up you know an art piece and then i'll be like doing something else and all of a sudden i'll like hear hello um speakerphone yeah and i'm like ah and then i run to this phone so it's it was just a lot of back and forth of like it's just draining but yeah it will it will it's it's gonna have to work out somehow it's gonna have i'm not gonna let myself yeah um well roll you're not gonna roll over i'm also gonna not let this like roadblock be the end for me like i have to deliver for this parade home and i will yeah that's it that's i mean i think once your brain gets to a point where it just acknowledges that i think that's how people survive to be truly honest with you but you have to practice that in order for your for you to get to a point where you immediately know that you have to do something like how do you practice it um by like taking on these challenges and problem solving Mm -hmm. that's how you like do you remember the first like some of the first um homes i ever did like oh, i would mean, call you i had, you. To, I had yeah. to go drive the u-haul yes. truck i would have to, i'd call you and have you help me and problem solve for me because i'd be so overwhelmed and like not know what to do and it's like i still remember that because i'm like i don't know what to do and i start crying and you're yeah. like okay here we go this is what we're gonna do and then like over time i just started learning to first before i call you even though i wanted to like okay how can i handle this myself first if if i can't if i exhaust all my options and there's literally nothing i can do like because there's you know honestly times where it's something like where i have to lift obviously at that point i can't there's nothing i can can do myself it's a physical thing yeah I'll like call my Although you've heard those back. moms who are lifting off kids, <laughs> like school buses off yeah, kids. Yeah. So I don't know. You might. Maybe. I think you're only using a small percentage of your capacity. Probably. There's so much more I can use. <laughs> anyway, that's my spiel. What's yours? Yeah, no, I think I think the practicing part, I think you're absolutely on board and I'm proud of you. The fact that that's your perspective. I didn't know like, you're. Honestly, I very rarely come to you now. You do very rarely come to me. It's it's um, it's really refreshing. Do you know, I this it came to me at the top of my head and I haven't thought about this in a long time, but one of the problems that remember you came to me, which you didn't really come to me because I was there with you helping. You had a job in Twin, which is mm-hmm. like, what, two hours away? It was a two-hour drive away, uh, and they we we packed we rented a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. We packed it with the furniture you needed. You did a good job, and the couch was missing two of the couch cushions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And and uh, back. and you're I remember you're looking at me. You're like, I don't know what to do. And the way I solve problems is like I kind of go. First of all, I don't like problems, but right. when I solve them, it always goes the same order. It's like, what can I control now? Like, if I can't control, you know, the fact that the cushions are missing, I can't sew any. Like, what can I control? Where, yeah. Well, sometimes it's the worst, like, like, the worst like case what can, scenario, I, what, what can yeah. I control? Okay, well, I don't have cushions. What can I control? I can go buy a couch here locally. And I think we did this on like on a Sunday or something like that where like stores are closed or whatever. And... I was like, okay, well, I can't do that. What can I do? And I was like, well, the only thing I could do is now get back in the car, drive two hours, grab the two stinking cushions, and then drive back another two hours. And, um, you know, that's, that's what you did. And I, but I remember, <laughs> but I remember, like, you looked at me, you're like, what do we do? And, and I was like, well, because in is- my head, I'm like, there has to be a better solution. But I, like, you, it's like one of those moments where you know, there's nothing you're like, why would you even say yeah, that what's yeah. a better solution but it's like it's like you're trying to like wrap your mind around it so you're like okay there has to be another way there has to be another way but there really is sometimes it's easier to go to that like that straight first. to that thing and be like okay that's first of all that's irrational i can't yeah. be doing that so yeah. okay well guess what the suckiest thing the suckiest thing um yeah no it's um it's it's a it's a it's a i think it's a survival instinct that is like a like perhaps part of our dna where not a lot of people activate it, mm-hmm. but when they do activate, it comes from the principle of like, I am out of food or I am lost or I'm stranded or I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then you're like, what can I do? Well, it's like, well, I, I have to be able to survive. And I think that is in our non, 
you know, in our days where we're not pursued by animals and, you know, we're not worried about somebody raping and pillaging, um, that is our, our endeavor that we're on where we're, we're trying to survive essentially. Right. And the more you practice it, I mean, the, 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 I don't want to say the word is the better you get at it. I think it's the, the more at peace you are about it. You're just kind of like, I just have to get it done. Well, it's like the more you understand that, um, like there, you have, you have to figure Mm -hmm. it out. Like before I'd be like, I can't figure out, I'll have Alex figure it out, you know? And so, (laughs) or like, yeah, but now also like when I first started out, it, I had nothing behind my name, but now it's like, I have years of experience and I have, you know, I built up locally a bit of a, yeah, a name. So it's like, I need to stand behind that. I can't let my reputation like, you know, from this like one challenge. So, but it, it's you, a lot of that too. It's, it's also, I mean, cause sometimes people go like, well, what if I don't know? What, what if I slept on and I still don't know the solution <clears throat> to the problem? But I think the moral of the story is as long as you're, you're, you're still consumed by it and you're actively trying to search for it for some that's, reason, that's practicing that brain. Yeah, right. Yeah. But for some reason, it, it just, everything works itself out. I mean, think of the worst time, like most stressful period of your time. And everything passed, right? Like the old. Like, it does pass. I don't know yeah. If it's the Bible verse where it was like, like, or, or it's just a saying, but it's like this too shall pass, right? It's yeah. Like, it legitimately will pass. I remember yeah. like our most like strenuous like financial seasons, and like when we're newly married, and you're like, how on earth can we afford this bill? And then somehow later you look at it, you're like, money always works itself out. I mean, like, not that there is somehow, like, yeah. Down, but somehow pieces are orchestrated. Especially if you, yeah, like if it's something that you're just not going to like, if you get a bill and you're like not actively trying to figure out a way to pay it, if you just like brush it under the rug and just like, yeah, and then it just goes to collections. Obviously, that's the worst case scenario that doesn't work itself out. Also, if that does happen, you will be reaping those like. You will go to jail. (laughs) Yeah. So. That's not saying that that everything works out that way. It's saying that like if you constantly are trying to figure out solutions to problems, that's how it works itself out. You're making phone calls, you're emailing people, you're talking, you're yeah, you you know, you're not just letting it like. You're constantly trying to solve that problem. Yes. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that is the difference between, you know, like thriving and whatever you're doing and not. I think, and then I have to put a tinfoil hat on, but I think there is part of the crazies out there who like believe we live in a simulation, <laughs> like the simulation theory. I think that's part Truman of their, show. is that true? I don't know. I've never seen the Truman Show. Oh, you have it. Mm-hmm. So good. It's, it's with uh, Jim Carrey. It's a movie? Yeah. Oh, and it's a simulation thing? Yeah. Like he's, um, he was born in, in like with basically everybody's watching his life as like a TV show, but he doesn't know it. Oh, yeah. okay. So since he was born, everybody has seen his life Sounds growing like up and he watch. has like actors in his life. Like his, everybody's an actor mm-hmm. or, or actress and he doesn't know it. And then he like figures it. Out. Yeah. It's all like, interesting. It's, we have to watch it. It's yeah. really good. Well, yeah, I definitely will. It sounds like interesting, but it, uh, I, I think that's also people that like are gung ho about the simulation theories, like the fact that things do work itself out, the fact that you know life is not over, and, and your worst case scenario kind of plays out to not be the as bad as you thought it would be, right. kind of adds to that perspective. I don't know. I, that's just I don't know enough about the simulation theory to conspiracy theory to play on it. But I'm proud yeah. of you. I'm proud of you that you're uh, that you're resilient. Um, I'm, I'm proud that you're, um, you know, you've learned to just kind of hunger down and just figure Not it out. I'm going to let it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Meet me down. And it's a big thing too. The, it, the fact that it's a parade of homes. I mean, that's a, right. that's a big thing. <laughs> I personally haven't been down that path in a while. Um, and I'm sure I will pretty soon of like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like it always, it's either like, it's always, yeah, it's always coming. There's always something, but. That's good that you haven't experienced that in a while because it's very um, <laughs> draining, exhausting. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, and I don't know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes, like, the fact that I asked you, like, if you've talked to the person or the builder yet, like, sometimes there's something to be said about when you do things like that, 
sometimes it helps you like when things do go completely south on you you know, last minute or something like that, you know, that way you're, you're it in the, be, yeah. you're in, in the communication loop of like, Hey, mm-hmm. here's the issue. Here's what's going on. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can. I have, I'm sure we'll figure something out, mm-hmm. but, um, the yeah. nice thing at like with this, because I already have furniture coming, like it's just a matter of even borrowing, renting, whatever it is. Right. right? So it's like, I right. know there's options. Yeah. So that's why I'm not letting it like, really consume me even though i feel like i need to wallow because i had all these plans yeah how it was gonna look yeah um is this the house that you had that whole conversation with that one um designer that well that's my another option so she has furniture and so we've been in is this her is this her project house Mm -hmm. okay this is okay so she was telling me that they have some furniture so if 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 anything Mm -hmm. we can kind of collaborate and use both of ours which i think will look really good so sure sure that's, that's another yeah. option there um it will be fine and then it's and then i have another parade um luckily with that one i have all my furniture with that one but right right that one will be interesting too because the, the challenge with that house it, it's a really interesting different layout that i have don't think i've ever done right it's like um i don't know if this is interesting to people but um <laughs> You like walk into the house and it's a hallway and then to the right is like the living room area and then the kitchen. But like the kitchen isn't one of those standard island kitchen. It's like the hallway and then it's like a U this way. Okay. And there's a bar here and a bar here. And then it looks like there's a dining room here and there's this area right here that might be a dining room as well. So I don't know if they're trying to like have like the two separate dining spaces i have no idea maybe it's a formal and a non-formal yeah dining. yeah S- very interesting so mm. i um went and looked at it yesterday really briefly because there was a bunch of people working there so i'm gonna have to come back and just kind of brainstorm yeah i mean sorry i'm yawning man i don't know i, I think i just I'm tired wind, I, i'm winding down that's the thing from yeah. like working so i'm like it's yeah. taking things out of me um yeah that's cool so what's your my thing I was going to ask you, I was like this. So we were on vacation in Hawaii last week mm-hmm. and it was nice to finally catch my breath from the whole house stuff. Right. And then we came back and it was like full throttle. Full til- yeah. But I'm taking care of myself like I'm because we're finally moved in and the main stuff is done like flooring, baseboard, trim and painting. Did you guys finish up the, and the garage setup. Trim. Uh, yeah, we did. But nice. I mean, obviously there's certain rooms that we never even started, right? Like the kitchen because we're waiting for the floors to be done there when we get to that right. part. But at least that you're tackled as but, one room. But yeah, exactly. And so um, so it was nice to go on vacation and kind of re- recalibrate, but then coming back into it, I'm taking care of myself because now I'm like, I'm working out again. I'm eating well again. Right. You're back in that I'm sleeping better. cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, we're, and the most important part is we're done at three versus before I was doing 12 hour days. Yeah. You so, were done like at eight. Uh, yeah. The, like yeah. Seven I felt like eight. I was like single parenting it yeah. for a bit there. So it was, yeah, no. And so it's, um, it's nice to fi- finally go back into the groove and sustainability and stuff like that. Um, but when we were in, Me- in Mexico, why do I keep saying Mexico? In Hawaii, I remember, I feel like we, I've, we've had a few conversations about you and your business and your mindset and you know kind of execution and stuff like that do you recall any of those conversations mm-hmm. do you how do you i feel like i really laid in on you like in the midst of that like how do you do you feel oh to pursue like social media more yeah 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 what you want me to share about that well i mean how did that did you feel like i was going too hard on you like because i think i even gave you a stink eye yesterday about like not waking up early oh. and, and Kind of being chased all day versus um, no i think it's the same kind of passion sorry i have something in my eye um the thing is like sometimes it could come across as like too forward mm-hmm. but um the thing is do you see it? are you no do you have no oh yeah there's like an eyelash yeah it's Can your you top it? eye well it's your top eyelash it's just curled down there you go um it's the same passion that you talk to me with when you told me to start my business and so Mm -hmm. that's the reason to me i it's not like you're like you need to do this you need to do this it's more of listen i see your potential and i see like what more you can do with what you have right and why not do that and so it's the same kind of passion that you came to me with yeah 
when you were like, Hey, why don't you start a business? Like, why don't you start staging? Why don't you, you know, <laughs> you're really good at this. Like I, I see this in you. And so to me, it felt the same as that. And so that's why I'm like, okay, I got to do this because obviously he was right about the staging thing. Oh, really? <laughs> so now it's like, okay. Well, like- it's, it's funny because I think if spouses ever think like, if like, if I, if only my spouse motivated me and you kind of anticipate like how they would do it and they go, they probably kind of go like really kind of neutral. Be like, you know, you should do, you should maybe start your own thing. How cool it be? I mean, look at you. You're, 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 you're good at what you do and stuff like that. <laughs> and I think that doesn't work though. I don't think it yeah. works. I don't think it works. I also don't think it works when you go, you know, well, here's your problem. You know what your problem is? This, that, that also yeah. doesn't work. Right. You gotta come there, very strategically. There has to be like not a neutral p- place, but it has to be a little bit like 10% aggressive. It's got to be that passion. Right, right, right. Well, and you got, you're trying to convince the person of their right, skill set. Right. And then I think you got to present it in a way where it's like, you'd be silly not to do this. Like you're, you're wasting away a good talent. It's like mm-hmm. an athlete who is now drinking and eating like crap and not, right. pers- you're like, you're giving up a big thing right now. Right. And so I think that's the passion that I spoke to. And I think you and I've had those conversations like two or three times. Yeah. And your response is always the same. Your response is like, and this is where I kind of go like, did I go too hard in the paint with her? Because <laughs> like, you'll be quiet. And I'm like, is this because she's more of like this like reserved person who is like non-confrontational? Because over the years, you've got to the point where you're like, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus before you would be more of like, you know, just quiet. So you've definitely had these like moments where you're like, like, like swinging back, I guess, not attacking me, but swinging back. Um, asking like realistic questions, but, Mm -hmm. um, but whenever you do quiet down like that, I'm like, ah, did I go too hard? But then clearly the next day you're actively doing it and, you know, pursuing and executing. That's the most important part. I think the reason I get quiet is, and I'm like this with a lot of big decisions. It takes me a second to like process. Are your eyelashes okay? I don't know. It keeps, it's like in my eye. Um, it always takes me a minute to process um, whatever it is. If it's like something like, where are we going for dinner or whatever? Even yeah. then, it takes <laughs> me a minute, minute to process. <laughs> you hit me with that one usually going like, where do you want to go? Because you've never been like, I really want to go to this. The only time you've done like the opposite, there's you're been like, a couple. no, the mo- well, I mean, there's been a couple where like, where I where hit I- you first. I go like, hey, uh, where do you want to go for dinner? And right. you're like, how about, and then blank. Yeah. But uh, you usually are the first one because you don't care. Until I don't. I really don't. I choose the same option like three times in a row, like sushi. <laughs> and you're I'm like, okay. Not sushi. I was like, cool. Then you have to choose the next one. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I remember when you work, we had that conversation about like starting a business and staging and doing design. Well, first of all, let's go back to how that conversation happened. Do well, you, we already you, talked about have it. Have we talked about yeah. it? Oh, okay. I didn't know if we it was did. when I started. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so yeah, go back and remember, listen to go it. Go back and listen. Like, it's, it's like, like episode two. two yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, we had had that conversation, I don't think I said anything to you. I like just left. And then that whole day I just like kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And then finally I was like, okay, like he's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to pursue this. And then probably after a full like 24 hours of like thinking about it, I started actually um like figuring out ways of how i could pursue this Mm -hmm. right so it took a a little bit (laughs) and i think that was the same thing here it was like i i know i want to do this but then i need a minute to process like what it looks like how i execute like all these things to you it comes instantly Mm -hmm. to me it does not and that's why another like going back to like this whole furniture situation I always need like a second to process. I just need like to figure out, let my brain do its thing. And then I am like ready to go the next day. So you're looking for solutions. Is your brain looking for solutions? Mm -hmm. So like coming up with the best solution, like the something that will benefit me and like everybody around me. It's like such a typical Enneagram nine of like the peacemaker. Oh, is that why? Okay. I think so. I think that, I don't know if you guys are into the Enneagrams, but like mine is for sure a nine and it's the, 
the is that the Satan worship sign the one with a star and a circle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes you're right but it's like the the peacemaker the one that has to like keep the peace between and that's why I always take a minute to process this because I don't just think about me I think about everything around me hmm. because I want everything to work out for everybody else <laughs> interesting that's a that's a huge way to carry I know it is that's a way that you yeah. shouldn't be carrying it's hard, but it's it's just the way I'm wired. wired. I cannot be I cannot make decisions any other way. It has to be this like process of okay, like what is ultimately going to be the best solution for everyone. I so the way my brain works is so if somebody started going, uh, hey, you got uh, okay. Prime example. Um, I was talking to one of my buddies who. I always like to surround myself with people who are like at the next stage of life than me that I could look up to and be like, because I want to do that. So like, mm-hmm. I remember I shared like, I want to get in more investments and stuff like that. And I got into real uh, or stocks and stuff like that. And uh, I got to say, I got to stop saying stuff like that. Um, it's and okay. I listen back and I say like a lot. Mm. A lot. I was going to talk to you about I, that. I need to like, <laughs> oh, so I need like, to like, <laughs> I need to start thinking about it more every single time I talk. And how it affects everybody yeah. around you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just a, but anyway. The, but the way my brain, so the way my brain's working is like, so I had a conversation with him and he started talking to me about uh, investments mm-hmm. uh, in terms of real estate. Right. And he goes, you know what you ought to do instead of, instead of taking this crazy chunk of money that you'd be paying your taxes, talk to your accountant and find out where you can invest that money and you could write it off and so and so on. And like all these, all these, I don't want to say loopholes, but like these strategic mm-hmm. business accountant advice. Um, and uh, just to give you more of what do they call like a tax relief. And as soon as he said it, there's so much that went over my head, but I, I had that same feeling as you. Like, I know I need to do this. I just don't know how to, but then, I started just executing like, and I think that's what I'm kind of leading on to is like the way my brain works is just my brain just fires. My brain is not good at thinking. Like my brain is not good at like, uh, like playing chess where you go a few steps ahead of the person. Right. Um, or billiards or pool where you got to plan the next shot kind of thing. So I, my brain, that's why I can't do simple math in my head. It's, it's just, you're good at executing. um, And so it's just, it's, it's all rapid fire. And so for me, it's like, <laughs> I'll start doing stuff and then doing stuff that clearly I will fail or not get me to that thing, but at least I'm in the something. realm of it. Right. And so because now I'm just executing and doing, I'm quickly seeing what's not working. And then right. I, it, it kind of, it starts kind of citing me into exactly what I do need to be doing. And so I think the the reason why it works with me is because I think our culture is driven by fear. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by it is not really specifically the news, but I think it's driven by fear of like failure and, and failure. inability yeah, to sure. start and, and how Especially that makes it feel. Especially with social media, seeing everything. So it's like failure is just so much more um, out there for other people to see. And I think that's the biggest But part if of you it. keep doing stuff and failing at stuff or seeing stuff is not working, then you become so good at failing. And not caring. That, <laughs> yeah. that, well, not necessarily not caring, but you, you become better at knowing what... The it more works. things that you do don't, don't work and you're attentive to it and study it, the, the quicker you'll get to a place that you find something that does work. Right. So get good at not doing... Get but good at being bad. <laughs> yeah, but you're like the 1% of people that actually can do that but 95 percent of people just won't even try because they're already too afraid well the fear and i think that's the thing and i think because the people who hide behind the cloak of like i'm just a perfectionist or i don't have the money for it time the time for it but if like the way i started in the world of youtube is i started blogging first and before Mm -hmm. i started blogging i started doing instagram where i was like i'm gonna make do three posts a day. I'm going to, then I started blogging and right. clearly blog didn't work for me because I never monetized a single blog of mine. And then, you know, after that, I started shooting YouTube videos. And like I mentioned before, it took me 68 videos before I finally realized what videos right. worked. But you didn't stop. Made. That was the difference. You just got to keep doing, yeah. you know what I mean? You okay, can't what's roll not over. working, what's working, what's, you're really good at that. And I think you are that 1% of people that will keep, keep doing it until something works. I, I do, did. I do that with Kyle and, and Tyler. Like we're, we're, we're shooting content and, we started this house and before all my videos were very project based um, in terms of searchability. They were like, 
okay, what's a very searchable thing? Well, let's say mm, a farmhouse table. So mm-hmm. hey, let's make a video titled a DIY farmhouse table. Well, that stuff worked 10 years ago. Now it doesn't work because mm-hmm. it's saturated. Right. And so I, I wanted to make an easier way of making videos. And I was like, well, what if we did like episodes and though we'll be like a small it's fragment. It's like a, a TV show. You yeah. don't have to wrap up the whole thing, but just do like, okay, today we're doing floors. The next episode we're right. going to trim. And, and we were experimenting with it in like last minute. So we did a house tour video. And then like the next episode was like, okay, we're doing this whole uh, floor demo thing. And then I had this idea. I was like, well, what if we spin it where it was like, hey, we found a problem here. And we, we title like that, like my foundations cracked, my new house foundations mm-hmm. cracked. And as opposed to going like how to fix. Well, think about it. Fix the rapper. Do you remember mm-hmm. every single episode? There was a problem with the house. Sure. And that's part every of Every single time yeah. she would be calling, um, chip yeah. or like one of the contractors and going, budget, there's a problem. Right? Yeah. Listen, right. we got this problem. And like, it, it's just part because it, it's like that, um, what do they call it in the story? Drama, line? yeah, the, the three-part like narrative, creates, right? Yeah, it creates that like dramatic climax. Yeah, there's a thing, there's, there's a climax, there's there, a resolution. And then there's a resolution, mm-hmm. yeah. And that, for some reason, really like hits people. Well, and, and I didn't think it would work in the world of YouTube for my audience, the way I already cultivated. But I, that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story was like when I had that idea last minute, literally mm-hmm. the video was coming out like in two days, I asked uh, Kyle, I was like, hey man, what do you think and, and Tyler as well. I was like, hey, what do you think if we spun this a little bit differently, but gave a little bit more of that drama kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And it was cool hearing Kyle, who's like my ride or die now, right? He, he was like, shout out Kyle. Shout out Kyle. Uh, he's like, well, you're always saying let's experiment with stuff. So why not? And I was like, I'm so glad like that. You first have- of all, you recognize that. But more than that, that you told me that at the moment that I needed to hear it. Um, it's like, we're just experimenting. Like so just keep doing yeah, stuff. Like yeah. try a video where you're like, Hey, this is going to be an episode and it fails. Try another one. And if it fails, then go to a different thing. But mm-hmm. like, you know, just keep doing stuff. Don't be like, and so that's the problem. That's the difference is you, you get good at like, if you do get good at failing, you're not afraid to keep trying. Correct. The problem is people fail once and they don't ever want to Correct. And that's more of my personality. I have a really hard time failing. Like, mm. I don't know it's like such a struggle for me if I don't succeed in whatever I'm doing. Um, I'm also very competitive. So maybe that's, uh, (laughs) you are, well, your mindset, it was interesting. All right. Just to put in perspective of like how your brain works in terms of competitiveness is you're a very passive person, meaning you don't care where we go to dinner. You don't care about being right. Right. You're, 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 you're very graceful, but if we're skiing and, 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 and let's (laughs) say, and, and you're behind me, and I'm not trying to be faster than you, but like you'll just be behind me. You'll keep that pace. But the moment that I wipe out and you pass me, you're trying actively not to let me pass, yeah. which is so interesting. all of a sudden I'm like, I'm in the front. I got to like keep the pace. Yeah. It's just like, it's like this um, competitive side of me that gets triggered by certain things. Like if I'm enjoying myself and yeah, like you're, somebody's in front of me, somebody's taking the lead. I'm fine. I'm like, Cool, we're having a good time. Yeah. But yeah, like the minute like yeah. I have to be in control. Or, like, this leader lead. failed. <laughs> yeah, I'm in charge now. This is yeah. my village. Or like board games. I get super competitive. What is board the games. deal in you and board no games? No idea. I, I just like, I, it's so interesting because I am such like a Enneagram 9 peacemaker. But for some reason, you get those board bringing games. the devil yeah. into this <laughs> pentagram. You get the board games out and I'm like, let's fight. Yeah, That is hilarious. I could care less about board games. I'll be yeah. like... Uh, like let's say I I'm know, not- and that's funny because you're a go getter, but for some reason, when we get out the board games, you just like back away. Well, I I probably do it where it matters. Like I don't care about being a team. Oh, because the thing is, it's not important to you. That's no, why. it's not. Yeah. It's not important to me. And I've always loved board games, and maybe that's why I get competitive. Is like it's always been something that I've always been pretty good at, and so maybe that's why that competitive nature oh. comes out because I've kind of excelled. And so like when somebody beats me, I'm like, yeah. I can't let them be better than me. The, the moment I get competitive, like in sports, like uh, we play like doubles it's volleyball and stuff like it, that. Right? Well, the moment I get at it, the more I fail, like it's, it doesn't turn oh, well. Oh, once you like if, get that like confidence. If, if in, yeah. in sports, it seems like with me, if I start getting really confident in a mm-hmm. hoorah, like I remember even jujitsu, right? Like I would, you know, dominate a guy that's like 40 pounds heavier than me and a couple inches taller. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd be technical and execute these moves. 
And then, you know, my buddies on the sideline, you know, all our, all of our uh, teammates, you know, they would be like, you know, oh, look what he did. And then that would get in me. And the problem is adrenaline starts yeah. pumping. And when adrenaline pumps, you screw up. Yeah. Like that's why. He's not thinking clearly. Alex Holland, he's the guy that did free solo climbing. Yeah. Um, he said that he's super calm. And he goes, if, if my heart is rushing or if there's an adrenaline kick, something is, he did terribly wrong. Like he's going to make mistakes. And that's what happens with me is like, if I'm playing some kind of competitive sport and I get a little juice of like adrenaline or a second win, I start screwing up. I, I am now no longer technical. I'm no longer pacing myself in jujitsu. I screw up. I start like not pacing myself. So now I'm winded. I'm weak. I'm now it's a matter yeah. of time before he starts yeah. ragdolling me. Um, so that's why that competitive nature, it means nothing to me. It also, it's more important to me to be competitive about something that I started and something that's making me money and something that's building a brand and a legacy and whatever. Um, and brings me opportunities than for things like, hey, I got to the bottom of the hill first, you know, mm -hmm. or I was able to execute that move better. Like that stuff like that to me, I'm like, uh, <laughs> let care. me go back to making money. Like I just <laughs> like, so now like I'm obsessed with like, okay, I want to buy a piece of property. I want to, you know what I mean? How do we flip this? Like, so I'm obsessed about like that, you know? So I, I don't care, you know, it just, mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like a, like a, a bandwidth that I don't have. Like, that's mm -hmm. why end of the day, I want to wind down and not be like, Monopoly, I need mm -hmm. to rule Monopoly. <laughs> but I think, and I remember uh, uh, Joe Rogan actually talking about it. They were talking about his success and how, you know, he was on the Joe Rogan experience and he's a very successful stand-up comedian, very successful, if not the most successful uh, podcaster. podcaster. And, and he was, you know, they were talking. And then before that he did, uh, he became a black belt in jujitsu. And then before that he, uh, uh, competed in Taekwondo and, and then signed a, like a hundred million dollar Spotify deal. Like, I meaning he's just getting just, he's, he's accomplishing so many things and, and countless specials on Netflix and, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he said, his mindset is that it's like, you just always got to keep moving. Gotta keep you got to keep moving. It's the next you thing. So yeah. you, you, and it's not some, so part of the next thing is like, okay, so real estate or stand-up comedy or whatever. But I think it's also like, you got to keep executing. Like if you're just sitting down and be like, I'm going to make one perfect move. And that's it. You're gonna, you're, you're, nobody yeah. makes any success off of one move. Like, right. I remember when I was. You can't stew on that for like ever and ever and finally like execute it. You gotta like yeah. I, try ready. a lot. Especially in this day and age where everybody's doing everything. Yeah. You gotta do something. I'm yeah. on a streak of losing a bunch of money on, um, on um, stocks right now. Yeah. I was on a really good streak in the beginning, but now I'm like on a downhill. The mark is getting hit pretty hard right now. And, um, but the fortunate part, the money that I'm losing is the money that I've gained, right? But it's like, at first it freaked me out and I felt a little bit of a failure, but then I was like, no, no, okay, so this is taking a pause. First of all, don't sell. It's no. gonna ride itself out. If you yep. look at the market in the last five years, all those stocks, they've been on a 400% incline. It's just a matter of, you're not gonna make your 400% tomorrow, right? So just be like, eventually mm -hmm. it'll go down, 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 but then eventually it'll go up and then down more. And then, you know what I mean? It's, just, right. it's still in the upward trend. So, and then so I was like, don't touch it, don't sell it redirect your bandwidth to something else. So meaning keep moving, keep executing, keep doing, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I think, but it's also an ADD mindset, right? It's like, you have so many neurons that are firing. You're like, yeah, I you can't can like sit, sit and think about it. I'm not good at thinking. I'm not, <laughs> I have Kyle that works for me that, that does the thinking for me. Like he gets me a few steps ahead of a project right. in terms of thinking. He goes, Hey, what do you think we're going to do here? And I'm like, did not even think about that because <laughs> by the time I would have gotten to that part in two weeks, I would probably have been very stressed out because I would have to undo late, a lot yeah. of, yeah. And, and so that's good. I, and that's another going back to like, you needed also like a team around you to yeah. help you succeed. You're only as good as your team. And yeah. in the beginning, you're only as good as yourself because you are your only self. You're the, the actor, director, planner, everything, everything eventually to scale. But then you get people who are yeah. way better than you. And then it leads you to be doing what you're good at, which is with me, I'm good at just executing. Mm -hmm. I'm good at failing. I'm really good at failing. Like I'm good <laughs> at not being good at things. Yeah. But uh, eventually that, that, that being good at failing led you to success. You got to know so, what you're not good at. Yeah. You got to know, don't waste your time. Yeah. I told it to the, it was funny. I had a weird conversation with, I got two stories I want to share with, about the kids. Um, one conversation was about, um, like we were driving one time and maybe a month ago and, and 
we were talking about something that the kids did and but and but you could see the the confidence i was like i was like oh you're good at that and he goes yeah and i'm also good at this i was like well i think you're better at this than that i think that's a conversation went because what I want to do is I want to steer him. Like, I don't want him to be like, you're the best at everything. Right. Right. Because I think you're, you're. Because nobody's going to be the best at everything. So you well, don't want that mindset. But you don't want them to have a reality check where like, I think it was something Eventually, about drawing, right? Like, yeah. I'm really good at drawing. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, you're really good at, you're really good at sports. Drawing, you're, you're, you're good at, but you're really good at sports. And so like, so the mindset was I was going like, find out what you're, because what I don't want to do is convince you that you're so good at drawing when you're mediocre at drawing but i clearly see you're good at throwing a ball straight and catching a ball right, right. <laughs> um and so we were just kind of having that conversation i was like having him understand that like you might draw a picture but this might not be refrigerator quality not that i want you to only come you know with be the perfect kid but i want you differentiate be like this is my finest work and this is not my right. finest work and then right. you'll bring your finest work to your next finest work and then be like oh this one's way better right because when you, they grow up and they go to like art school and then they <laughs> yeah. realize well the problem they're the, not very good well the fear is that is that you're gonna go to art school and be like my dad b- made me, me believe i'm, the best. I'm yeah. the best and be like dude you don't understand you're still drawing stick figures so. yeah <laughs> So I, I want them, but but I don't want to, you, but I don't want to miss him out on the opportunity to be like, dude, you could totally be a gamer because I'm seeing what he's doing with video games. And I was like, hey, listen, man, I, I the wrong thing was a dad good. for me to be, yeah. yeah. So, um, and the second thing I wanted to share was yesterday we were driving from jujitsu and he was just and he was good, like he was he, Jack was good, and not to say he was dominating everything, but everybody, but he was very aggressive and he was technical and and uh, and he embraced failure. But after he was done all of a sudden I'm picking him up and he's like bummed out and head down. And I'm like, what does it mean? I can't get it out of him. And finally, he was like, Mr. Chase, which is like a young kid who's helping with them. He's maybe like 22, doesn't have kids. I know him. He used to be my old training partner. He's like, cause all the kids are getting promoted with their belts and they've missed class for like two weeks straight. Well, they missed last week because <laughs> we were gone. Right. Yeah. Well, three weeks now. Right. So he, uh, clearly they're not getting the belts. Right. And so he, when they're all getting candy after Mr. Chase was like, Oh Jack, you don't have your, you know, stripe to get your next belt. He goes, I'm disappointed. So he told me, he's like, Mr. Chase, he was disappointed. Me. And he started, he started crying. And I was like, first of all, I'm going to kill Mr. Chase. That is so rude. But listen, you don't know I, why he, yeah. right. But, 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 and I, I knew where Chase was coming from. Cause he was my old training partner. He's like 20. No, he's like 29. Jack has been there for like two he's, years. He's three, 29. Two and a half years. This dude has no kids. Doesn't have a career. He's okay. So the, the no kid part, right? He doesn't understand. He's yeah. probably thinking like, you tell a kid, be like, hey, listen, the majority of the kids you tell you're disappointed at them, they would be like, whatever. But the way Jack is wired is that when, if you spank him, that does nothing for him. He just gets angry. But, and I don't remember the last time we ever spanked our kids. But um, when you when you tell him you're disappointed at them, which I have never uttered. Him. I've yeah. never uttered those words. I, I've done things where like there's only been like maybe one or two times I've ever said that to him I've never said it to him I've said things like I, I'm not happy with you that you just did that right mm. but so to him maybe he's interpreting like I'm you know I'm disappointed and it wrecks him though yeah. he was wrecked and he's like I can't get my belt and he said he's disappointed in me and I was like I, <laughs> I had to lead him through this conversation which is so weird of being like hey like whose opinion's more important? I, and I, I told him, I was like, I prefaced with like, hey man, Mr. Chase doesn't know that you were, couldn't come because mom was, and dad was on vacation and we were moving for two weeks. And so there's yeah, nobody Yeah, it's not to like you. he didn't get his belt because he didn't we're like trying, earn it. Right? Yeah. And, and so I was leading him. I was like, listen, Mr. Chase didn't know that. And I bet you if he knew that he wouldn't say that to you. But I, but, but I also knew that I was like, first of all, I can't go to him and be like, hey man, because I mean, I could, and that might solve one time a problem. But I have to get them ready for life situations where it's like you cannot happens. have somebody else's opinion of you or a misconception or misinterpretation uh, affect you, right? And so I walked him through. I was like, okay, is it, are, is it important to you when mommy and daddy's proud of you? Yes. Okay. Okay. So is and so you start prioritizing. Like, is it like understand who's important, who's not important in your life? To right. that those uttered words are important. You know what I mean? Don't let basically leading a kid to understand like don't let other people dictate your happiness or mm-hmm. your fulfillment or your meaning or whatever mm-hmm. and it was such a weird conversation to be had because i know this is a lifelong thing that he would need to learn to be happy and like not to put his happiness or fulfillment in other people but it was it was interesting navigating those waters and i think i, I think if we come across more and more situations like that with him 
I think that fear of people and people pleasing um, mm-hmm. and, and failure, which he's getting failure knocked out of him by losing in jiu-jitsu, um, I think that's um, I think that's creating people who are going to be less afraid of starting things. Right. Yeah. So. It's weird when you have like a first conversation. It's weird when you have a first adult life lesson right. to a seven-year-old. Right. I always thought these lessons are going to come at like 13 where we can have like like well jack is basically 13. he's basically 13 Mm -hmm. but like you can have at 13 like this huge reservoir of 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 words that you understand that we can use to explain and but to a kid and be like there's certain words he doesn't know Mm -hmm. because they're not so it's like i love that though like with with my with the boys i don't like dummy down my my um yeah you said listen there's a penis there's a vagina no like i'll say a word and i'll like use it i'll talk to them the same way i talk to you so i'll use like a word and i know they don't understand it Mm -hmm. and almost every time they ask me well what does that mean and i'll tell them but like that's how they build up that vocabulary and um like critical thinking in their in their minds of like okay now i kind of understand what that word means or sometimes they don't know what it means but they'll grasp like what it means in context of what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. and they'll understand it. so yeah. it's like i never just like dummy down what i'm saying because i like i don't want to talk to them in like baby talk you know <laughs> i'm always like whatever i like how the way i talk to you yeah. besides the dirty words <laughs> <laughs> i talk to them that's hilarious well that's awesome i mean i think that is all part of like one well, that's why i think they're a little adults sometimes i'm like you guys are too and and the, i think they should be treated like that i mean i mean our goal in life is to instill that confidence and develop character and develop those personalities that yeah. it's fear certain fears that we have they right. don't have and yeah. so um give them that one extra leg in life yeah. to maybe they'll they'll do great things because of that so right yeah it's like you want to if I could, I would shelter my kids from everything, but you can't. And so the best thing you can do is just, um, equip them. Something's going on with the camera. No, it's just a screen. (laughs) Um, equip them. Yeah. Yeah. Equip them and let prepare them for the world around them. Yep. Not shelter them and provide padding all around them. Speaking of bubble wrap, we should go go get them. them You never told me about your, what your day today. Oh, we'll leave it to another day. It was fine. (laughs) It was fine. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Gotta go pick up our children's. Bye. Bye.